everyone, and welcome back to the Between Realities VR Podcast. Yeah, it's the best VR podcast. We know. And we thank you for also knowing that and being here with us. Um, it's Friday, right? That it is. It's Friday, September 1st. Yep. Month 9 of Man. 2023. Thank God August is over. Yes. Maybe... Maybe the um, the flame pit we call Phoenix will start to cool down now. August right. was quite a month. Yeah, scorcher. Um, a super scorcher yeah. and a lot that happened in the month as well, yeah. which, you know, contributes to True. that. Um, True. But this just this week in Phoenix, it's already like 10, 15 degrees yeah. cooler. So yeah. things are good. Um, and we thank you guys for joining us for today's show. Uh, my name is Alex. I am one half of Between Realities. The other half right here sitting next to me, it's Kiva. What's up, buddy? Dude. Good to see you, man. I, I missed you. I missed you, too. Yeah. We didn't have a show last week. We did not. Because why? Because uh, I was traveling the world a little bit. I mean, a couple places. <laughs> right? I would call that traveling the world. I mean, would you have to go to, like, every country to say you well, just traveled I, the world? I, I think. Probably. <laughs> right? Right? I, I went, yeah, I went a couple places. So, I went, went to Gamescom in Cologne, Germany. Which was uh, great, and we'll talk about that after we bring in our guest, because our guest was also there. And we're going to just do a quick recap of uh, some of the awesome things we saw there and what, what Gamescom is like. And then, uh, and then we headed over to, uh, to uh, London, England, and some different parts of the UK as well, and met up with some awesome people. Yeah. Uh, so it was great. And, uh, but, you know, it was a lot of travel and wasn't able to get this show in, unfortunately. And every minute of every day, I missed our live chat. I missed everyone Dude, here. I missed all the VR homies. I just sat you in know. a dark room but between the, the hours of 2 and 3.30 last Aww. Friday. I just, like, sat by myself, Aww. and, like, I was just sad. And um, I felt it. I, yeah. I felt a disturbance <laughs> in the force. Yeah, it was, it was messed up. And we did the crew cast on Monday without you and I Ash. know, man. I watched it from a train. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I know. I was in a train, and I kept losing signal, but I'm like, no, I got to watch a crew cast. Yeah. It was great. It was yeah. good to see you guys on there. Yeah, I was on there trying to defend Firewall. Yeah. Ugh. I know. It's rough. I know, man. It's. Uh, I guess we can't win them all. You know what I mean? We can't. Uh, but as uh, as we were just mentioning, it's September 1st. It's 2023. Um, it's between realities. I don't know. What do you need to know? Like and subscribe. Okay, do that. Hit the buttons. It's not that hard. Hey, are you not signed into YouTube? Sign in. Who cares? It's a Google account. Sign into yeah, YouTube, like, like, and subscribe. And, That'd be great. and join the VR community on YouTube because it's an amazing thing. It really is. Um, what a else lot of amazing know? people. Upload VR. They're our homies. We are official partners with Upload mm -hmm. VR. We're correspondents, actually, to use the correct term. Um, and you might be catching this as a pre-recorded version, um, not live on Upload VR's website. And if you are, that's great. Thank you for mm -hmm. liking us and liking Upload. Uh, or maybe you're listening to an audio version. Yes. Yeah. I mean, could we're be. on all the audio things. Spotify and iTunes and Google Play Podcasts. And um, I, almost, I almost said Audible because of you. Uh, it's the best. <laughs> it, it is good, though. It, it makes it sense. Is, yeah, it, it feels it does. right. It, it does. sounds like sure. it should be a podcast sure. platform. Yeah, but it's not. So don't go there. Right. But we are kind of all over the place. I am putting us on Audible. We do prefer the YouTube version because we do put a lot of work into the aesthetics of the show. And, and uh, you know, so we... we, you know, we yeah roll trailers and show things so you can't get in the uh, that on the audio version but uh no matter where you are thank you just the same like really and subscribe 
All right, yep. join the community, join our Patreon, become a channel member, whatever. And if you're wondering why should I do that, you're about to find out why because we're gonna have a great show. But before we do, quick shout out to everybody who did show up and join us for the live broadcast of Between Realities, which by the way, we were talking, Skeva and I, about like the time that this show happens, you know, and like what would make the most sense. And we kind of have like tried to pick a slot that doesn't, uh, compete with anything and also like accommodates as wide of an audience as possible. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're a Between Realities fan who has never seen a live show because like it falls during weird hours or something like that, leave us a comment or join our Discord and tell us and like let us know yeah. what hour would be like perfect because when we start up our next season, we are going to rethink what time we do the show and if it makes more sense to push it an hour, mm -hmm. a couple hours back or yeah. whatever, then we're we're open to it. So yeah, or even do it on a Saturday or yeah, yeah, different whatever. day exactly. Definitely Sat open to. Saturdays has a lot, sense. a lot less going on than it used to. I feel like, like this is true in terms of like VR po podcasts and shows. And this stuff. is true. This is true. Be uh, you know, because yeah. you know, F Reality only does a show every once in a while, every yeah. couple weeks, yeah. right? Rendered um, Reality stopped doing them. Yeah, which um, is too bad, man. Uh, MRTV doesn't do them every week. Right, right. Right, so they don't do it weekly, do they? Uh, I don't know. I know they're on season break right now. Oh, but the next dimension podcast which is a great podcast, by yeah. the way, whatever. I mean, um, dude, yeah. we, we should just push everybody else off a of Saturday. Be like, you know what? No, <laughs> like you don't want to compete with between realities on Saturdays. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we're going to figure it out. Um, but Hey, what's up chat? Chris Haney showing up as uh, the first in the chat for me today saying, hello, all going to try and stay awake for the show, but getting sleepy in my post gamescom days. Oh man. I think is understandable. Heck yeah, it is. Yeah. It's tough. I I'm still dealing with uh, some jet lag. It's tough. It's tough to go to like to go to a different country with a, a very opposite time zone, start to get used to it, and then right when you start to get used to it, you fly home and you gotta undo all that and your body just for a little while is foggy and weird and Is it weird that like you know it has never been an issue for me? I mean, really? granted I've only gone to Europe twice, but both times I've oh, gone, dude. I've like landed, I'm like all right, cool. Let's go. And it I like destroys me sometimes. Yeah. Like a, a lot of times I, you know, I will stay up until, until, you know, I'm supposed to go to bed there, but my bot, my body's clock is still my body's clock and I'll go to bed and I'll pass out hard for like two hours. And my body's like, yo, it's like one in the afternoon. What are you doing? Get up. I'm like, no, I just want to sleep. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a battle. It's a battle for me. I'm glad you are able to overcome that. It hasn't um, been an issue yet. That's awesome. Yeah, that's but awesome. I'm also not a, not the ripe yeah. old age of whatever you are these 8, days. Eight thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Old, yeah, yeah. Old, old, I'm like old, I'm like Yoda. Very old. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Q Creator says the weekend, and he has never been wrong about it. That's true. Great to see you, brother. Uh, Brandon VR is in the house. He says firewalls fixed. Are you sure? Just because a patch dropped doesn't mean it fixed. I've heard from other people that it isn't mm. fixed. Um, but I would love for it to be. And if it's not Breachers tonight, yes, I will definitely play Breachers tonight. Um, and I feel like I'm going to kill you. Just saying, Brandon. <laughs> Bluebell's in the house. Hey, What's everyone. Up, Good to see you. Classy grandma flying in. I love it. Classy. Whoop, whoop. Yep. She becomes a channel member. And then she drops a $10 super chat. Oh, classy. That's just ridiculous. You're the best. You know what? Just one of these for classy grandma Aww. real quick. Says, I just can't wait. Aww. So here's my wee contribution. Miss you guys. So stay the hell home. <laughs> LOL. Love you, Alex, as well as my favorite little buddy, Skiva. Have a great show. Whoop, whoop. All right, Classy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Classy. Classy sent nice. messages while, while I was gone. 
asking me to cut my trip short and come home, <laughs> do more shows. You got it. So thanks, Classy. You got Appreciate it. Or you. just do them from the road, man. Yeah. Right? I mean, not between realities, obviously, but cute or. I almost said Q Creator. Crew, oh, crew cast. Crew cast. Yeah. We almost did. We almost just went to GT's house. Oh, like oh. we got, we got, I know. And we almost did it that there. It have been mind blowing. I know. I know. But we, we were like, <sighs> you know, we went out with all these creators and we had a great time and it got late and you know, it is what it is. That so. would have been so, but yeah, we almost so sick. ended up banging at the door, crowding around GT's <laughs> mic. So in his bedroom, in his bedroom. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, that's yeah. funny. All right. Ryan B's in the house. He says the weekends has arrived. That's right. What's up BR and VR friends. Heck yeah. We're all here. Thanks for coming together. Obscure nerd VR. Hey, Shout up, Andy? out to Andy Southern, big time actor, writing yeah. a freaking Little Caesars commercial. I know, right? Sick. <laughs> so cool to see yeah. him on there. Yeah, so I saw cool. I saw him like in a football shirt, and I'm like, <laughs> first time I met Andy, I was like, this dude's going nowhere but up. He's going to succeed. He's a beautiful human. He's very talented, super funny. So. Props to you, dude. Props indeed. Laszlo216, Cleveland Heights represent indeed, sir. Hey. Getting awesome. things done. That's Jay Dizzle. Oh, Jay Dunn. He's Miss saying, you, dude. let's go. It's that time. Dude, you already know, baby. Jay you Dunn. already know. One of my favorite humans. Ashley C. Happy Friday. Hey. What's up, Ashley? Happy Friday, Ashley. Happy Friday. Mickey Bear. Mickey Bear. Yeah. Dude. Miss you, dude. What else do you need to say about it? I know. Nothing. The legend. That's it. It's just The Mickey legendary Bear. Mickey Bear. Yeah, Butter Something is chilling with us. Hey, what's up, man? Yep. A little Amelia hey. Faust is chilling with us. Hello. What's up, mm -hmm. Amelia? Mm -hmm. Matina. Good to see you there. I saw that. Hey, what's up, Matina? Name. How are you? Nice last name there, Matina. Um, Matina's uh, part of AIXR, oh, actually. She? Yeah. Ar Arcomani. If it's the same... If it's the same, Arcomani, I believe it is. I think it's Arcomani. Yeah. That's my guess. EP Pilot <laughs> 007. Yo. Hey. What's up, man? Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I think I said Amelia Faust, but I don't care. Hey, you Amelia. did. You did. Uh, Amelia been bringing people all around the metaverse. Kind of yeah, uh, in Rift, my, yeah, Neos. Like, yeah, Riff. Yes. Riff. Neos. Yep. She's, she's uh, when I go out of town, she takes over and just brings people all over the place, man. You know, exploring the uh, digital terrain. She takes I love over. It. She does. <laughs> she's like, oh, she. I, she when I leave, no, my she's position, great at it. She's a post. great tour guide. She knows what's up. She's super smart. She knows these platforms inside and out. So it's great. Hell yeah. yeah. Arcanians here saying, hey, folks. Hey, Arcanian. Been a while since I managed to join in time. Hey, hey. Good to see you. Dan Kitty VR as well with the little cute Hello. kitty face. What's up? Thanks for showing up. Daysnetic in the house. Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you as Got well. Got to see Daysnetic yeah. uh, just a couple days ago. Yeah, I'm so jealous Heck of yeah. you, dude. Paul from the VR realm. Hey, Paul, how's it going, man? Hi. We missed you. We did miss you, um, and we're great. It's just great to see you. I tried to drag Paul out to um, to our UK um, creator meetup, but he wasn't able to make it. Got stuck at work, and uh, I thought about you the whole time, dude. Really, uh, you know, hoping you'd be there, but that's okay. Thank you for coming today. Yeah, I guess it's. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess we'll take it. You know. But <laughs> next time somebody shows up in your backyard, all right? Get, Not really his backyard. I mean, I think it was like four hours away or something, but still. Fair enough. Was, yeah. No. Fair enough. Just well, the fact that he tried. Like I know. said, I've been in Europe twice. And uh, one of them was purely for a work thing, going to Sweden and mm -hmm. uh, hanging out at uh, Volvo. Um, and the and, first time. And Resolution. And Resolution. That's uh -huh. very true. Mm -hmm. And that was really fun. Yeah. Um, got to play Demio Battles and loved it. Nice. Um, I mean, it was fun. That's what I mean to say. Um, but, <laughs> so it's still NDA? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. I don't know. It was fun. That's what I can say. It was fun. Um, um, but the first reason, the first time I went to Europe was because 
uh, Contacts EI, the company that I work for that makes a multi-force ergonomic haptic glove. And even as a bonus between realities, we're both named as finalists in AIXR's VR awards. And the VR awards- What an honor. Seriously, yeah. legitimately an yes. honor. And the VR awards take place every year in person in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And this is like a legitimate black tie event, like tuxedos, gowns, red carpet, super fancy dinner, champagne, like award ceremony, the whole nine, super, super awesome. And meanwhile, you're in a room with like the best of the best in the VR industry. Man, I, I, and I gotta say, you know, I while last year, you know, I already had, you know, tickets booked and everything for Resolution Games and uh, in Sweden, uh, I was extremely, you know, I, I was so sad that I wasn't able to uh, attend these awards because, I mean, first of all, it's VR awards and everyone there is amazing, yeah. right? And Literally. being a finalist um, is such a big deal, right? Uh, but I'm so glad you get to go and represent Between Realities as well as represent um, your company that you work for. So uh, this year, um, I'm there. You are there. Yeah, I'm absolutely there. We're already looking for places to stay. And I'm there. We're, we're uh, you know, looking at uh, plane tickets. So th this week we'll have our all of our stuff booked and ready to go. Um, there it is. So there it is. Sweet. And, and who do we have to thank mm -hmm. for the VR awards but AIXR, yes. which is an organization within the VR space that does quite a few different yes. things. The um, Academy of International Extended Reality. That's pretty fancy. What a name. It's beautiful. It I is. It. Yeah, it is beautiful. And joining us today from AIXR is the CEO of ah, AIXR and nice. the first guy that you see on stage at the VR Awards every year. Everybody, please welcome to Between Realities, Mr. Daniel Coleani. Hey. Hey, guys. Hi. Thanks for the, the very impressive introduction. Thank you. Thank, oh, thank you, you for the very impressive award ceremony that yes. I had to attend last year. <laughs> that was a, a true highlight, like honestly, of like my life, you know, getting an opportunity to go to New York, to Europe and then attend an event like that. Like I was like pinching myself all night. So yeah. thank you. Sir. And you get to go up on stage twice. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> you're, the, you're the lucky one. <laughs> That's right. I'm the only one who have ever have done that too. Isn't that right, Daniel? <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna say absolutely 100% verified. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna scroll back through all of the previous years now because it's been so many so many years that I've honestly like um I was at an event earlier today and someone said to me like oh yeah I was at the VR awards in in 2017 and I was like dude I can't even remember what happened in 2017. So. <laughs> I mean, and I imagine that, you know, it, you've been doing it for a while. This is the, this year's will be the seventh international VR awards. Um, I imagine the, this, the show itself has seen some changes over those seven years, right? Like what did the first year of the VR awards look like? Uh, well, <laughs> where do I begin? Um, but really, like it was, it was the first ever proper big event that I had ever put on with uh, two of my um, very close friends at the time, Jamie and Kelly. Uh, Kelly is a creative director and designer, while uh, uh, Jamie is a developer, uh, and I'm the kind of the marketing kind of brains behind a lot of the stuff. Um, and we were very naive <laughs> at the time, I would guess, very inexperienced in the space and trying to understand, I guess, what. Um, kind of what uh, what we should be doing. 
right and so when we first started everything um we weren't we weren't sure on that and so it was just the three of us uh no one else to support us a crazy idea to run an award show for the uh virtual reality industry and then here we are today i love it man it's so cool because you know this thing that you started that you organized is often referred to as the oscars of, vir of virtual reality right like people have hold the show in very very high regards um and uh it's amazing it's amazing to find all of the best in the industry and bring everyone together and and you know it's not like it's right in everyone's backyard either right people have to fly a ways some people to get there but well, uh, yeah, and this is yeah. the crazy thing when we first started it was a standalone event so we just had the vr awards right oh, wow. so there was nothing else around it it was just an award show in central london at the time where we hosted it um now we're partnered with itw so there's immersive tech week and other things going on but what blew my mind at the time was that all of these people were coming just for the awards, just to London for one night. And there's people flying in all the way from, from the States and different places. I remember it was just amazing when we first opened those doors and you saw everyone in their tuxes and their, their dresses. And the fact that, you know, even people from Meta turned up at the very first show, like from the States, just for one night, it was, um, yeah, it was, wow. it was amazing. That's amazing. Well, I will tell you that uh, I am coming just for the vr awards it is a bonus that um that vr days is happening though and you know and uh mm -hmm. tech week so yeah. that is great but uh either way you know i know a lot of people would have been there so yeah absolutely and i'm really really excited to learn more about aixr and kind of like how this this thing kind of was conceptualized and then maybe a little bit about you know what it takes today to pull this off um, but before yeah. we do i do think it's important that we do a quick touch in um about what happened at gamescom because i know both of you guys were there and a mm -hmm. lot of stuff happened so i feel like it's only fair that we like run through a little bit of that before yeah we yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna cruise through it real quick so we don't take too much time yeah, uh, let's, from let's our guests yeah but like for anyone that hasn't been to or seen gamescom before it is i think the biggest gaming convention in the world um, everybody's saying it's the new e3 oh it is i mean yeah. e3 is dead right and this is absolutely I massive <laughs> right it's the only thing we can go to now right yeah yeah it's huge all the big players are there it's absolutely massive and to give you an idea of the scale imagine a big gaming convention but imagine that there's 11 of them connected together because there's 11 giant halls massive full to the brim of of games and game studios and everything you could ever imagine about video games all in one place we were there for uh, i don't know a week or something or four days or however long this thing went on and i saw half i saw half <laughs> like i i don't know how you would see the entire show unless you literally just walked it and you didn't stop to do anything is this is this real that he's saying well i was gonna say you gotta you gotta get you gotta get into the games uh gamescom uh mode first day you gotta do recon you gotta go through the entire place keep walking don't stop right <laughs> but but you know it's it's like airplane hangar sizes like and we're not talking about little tiny jets we're talking about huge jumbo jets you know in terms yeah. of that size um and uh you should see the amount of steps on my uh my app <laughs> it says i walked hundreds of miles that day <laughs> that yeah week. so what so, are you yeah. what are you doing at gamescom daniel right because like for me it's it's easy to understand why skeeve is there you know he's has a, a vr game marketing and and promotion and 
company, right? Yep, PR marketing. PR, yeah. marketing. PR <laughs> marketing. Yeah. So like he's he's going there to to meet all of these developers and to connect with the community and doing all of that. But like, what's your primary reason for going to a Gamescom? I would say it's very similar, but you know, like, okay, so there's two types of people that go to Gamescom, right? There's the, there's the skeevers and eyes of the world where they're pretty much for business in terms of relationships, networking, meeting people. And then you've got the consumers, the people who love the games, they want to try them first. They want to see what's going on. And, you know, they're there for the community aspect of, of that side of things. Uh, from my perspective, you know, it was, uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've been able to go to a really huge event, right? And the reason I go is because I get to see all of this progress that the industry has made and all these amazing people that are working there. There was, there was by my count, uh, 50 new studios in the XR space that I'd never met before. Wow. That I had ended up meeting during that time, right? And uh, for me, that's the thing. It's getting the pulse on the industry not necessarily having time to try out games and experiences, but getting the pulse of what are people working on? What are they doing? What are they struggling with? All of, all of those kind of things. Nice. So what yeah. did you see then, Skiva? Because it sounded, sounded like you, you stopped. And did I did. This. I did stop, and, and we had uh, appointment after appointment after appointment, which is crazy Gosh. because, you know, you might have one appointment um, in Hall 2.1, right? And then your next appointment's in, like, Hall 10.2, and you're like... <gasps> All right, let's go. You know, you even like, even oh, worse than at GDC. Five minutes to get oh. there, but it's going to take Dude. you an hour. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, exactly. Imagine eleven GDCs. Are you serious? It is. It is it's like a city of games. <laughs> it's nuts. It's. I mean, it's almost. It's almost comparable to CES, but but way bigger, way bigger. Wow. And and I think maybe around three times the amount of people than at CES as well. Bro, so I, I can so it's honestly wild. not fathom. That. No, it is. It is crazy. It is crazy to see that. And it's wild that everyone from all over the world is there. Everyone travels there to celebrate gaming. And it's amazing. It was a beautiful thing. And I, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so I just want to go over, I guess, just a couple of games that, that I really, really liked. Uh, the first one uh, being uh, Arashi for the PSVR 2. And now this is not a new title per se because this was out on the PSVR 1, right? But, oh my God, you would never know it because this game's textures, resolution, everything about this game feels brand new and fresh. Um, it is incredible looking, incredible looking, and it, it yields itself so well to the PSVR 2 hardware. It is also coming to Quest 2 and Steam, which is pretty awesome, but uh, absolutely beautiful game. Uh, for the first time ever, I felt like a samurai warrior, right? Nice. The dog was so cool. Uh, just They did a really, really good job on this game and this is uh skydance that published this game and you know skydance doesn't mess around right the walking dead saints and sinners yep. they really produce quality so this was an absolutely fantastic game and if you've played this before i would say you probably need to play it again because now you have the adaptive triggers and the facial haptics and you have thumbsticks right psvr1 had you know the controls were a little lackluster but this is feels like a brand new game I mean, wow. absolutely phenomenal. Really, really enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Um, so moving on real quick, another title that, that blew me away, um, which I got to meet uh, Richie from Richie's Plank Experience. But um, yeah, so they are coming out with a new game. And I was thinking to myself, wow, what is this gonna be? Richie's Plank Experience 2? How are these people gonna torture us next? <laughs> right <laughs> but uh they came out with a title 
um, called Max Mustard. And this game is like Astrobot meets Lucky's Tale. And it is absolutely gorgeous. They said their inspiration is Mario and Astrobot. I mean, how do you go wrong Dude, with that? This, right? this is, this, I love these games. Dude, bro. me too. I me love these games. Too. I'm, I will absolutely play this. Yeah. Like, I've only seen 10 seconds of footage, but I'm already sold. It's awesome. It really is awesome. It's a fantastic platformer. Uh, it has a lot of, you know, it has some Nintendo magic. You know, the characters are, are awesome. You know, beautiful. The artwork's incredible. Um, I have a build of this. So oh, you're welcome. No way. You're Let's welcome go. to play it. Hell yeah. yeah. So uh absolutely I, great. Did you get to play this? I, I didn't get to get to play it, but I have a funny story because Tony and, and Richie here um uh are together essentially. Uh it's a really funny story where a couple of years ago I actually made Tony late to her baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> her own baby shower because she was finishing a submission for the VR awards. No way. Oh no way. Dude, I will say <laughs> that submission <laughs> process is it's not easy. <laughs> it's quite, it was quite a hurdle. Like I, that, that was like, like loomed over me for like a week or two while I was trying to get through it. <laughs> I made it up. I made it up because we had a, we had a meeting that we had to do like a couple of weeks later. And um, obviously they're in Australia and we're in the, in the UK at the time. And so the call that we had was like, basically we, uh, I ended up having dinner with them while they had breakfast with the whole family. Like, I'm not joking. The whole family was there at the, the breakfast table while we, when we had this meeting. Uh, so we always joke now that it's better to have breakfast than to have a, um, the mimosa at the end of the day, because otherwise, uh, uh, we're not going to be doing much work. So uh, <laughs> that's yeah, I'd definitely pick the, the new title. That's amazing. Yeah. man. we're just like having breakfast with the Richies. Yeah. <laughs> Great people, man. Like I like him and his wife, I got to hang, hang out with them quite a bit during uh during Gamescom and it was they were they were just incredible. They were incredible. They were so enthusiastic about VR. Uh just complete sweethearts and I really enjoyed their company and I really really enjoyed um this new game. I mean, I think a lot of people are really really going to like this, especially if they liked games like like uh Ven and and Lucky's Tale and Astrobot. This game is going to kill it. So excited for the world to get their hands on this. Uh, what were you going to say, Daniel? I don't know. I have a lot of funny stories around where she's playing, but I don't know if it's too relevant to Gamescom right now. <laughs> I don't even care if it's relevant. I want to hear that. <laughs> but like, I, I just have, I remember once when we had a meeting with, uh, I don't know if you guys know, it's Barclays. It's a huge bank based in, in the UK, uh, like a huge international bank. Uh, I drove by it. Had a <laughs> <laughs> and uh we were talking about vr a lot and we we're like okay what do we do to show them so i called up richie and i was like can we demo your your experience to the bank uh, just to show them like like the power of not having super ultra realistic graphics but being immersed uh so what we ended up doing was imagine like the the banking district you know in the uk where it's just everyone in suits banks you know like in banks everywhere and we ended up walking into this huge lobby we're talking like 40 stories high uh lobby with a plank <laughs> in our hand and the security looked at us up and down and was like no, something something looks dodgy here um, but to this day i remember as well before we went into the bank we were like we had this plank and we we're like we can't just bring in this dirty plank <laughs> so we walked to the, the supermarket and we bought baby wipes and we're just wiping down oh my god <laughs> before we go into the bank lobby um uh but 
yeah, it was all good in the end. <laughs> so the bank was like, there's nothing suspicious here. This is a clean plank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been wiped exactly. down by a bunch of small wet lights. <laughs> Me and Alex have demoed Richie's plank experience to so many people. And, you know, to get this plank in our car, we, we put hinges on it, fold it in half. We put little feet on that it. That was but... genius, dude. That Honestly. No, thanks, like, man. Gen genius move. <laughs> you don't need to have a long plank. You right. cut it in half and put hinges on it yeah. so it closes like a door or a cabinet. We yeah. just stole a plant from like a, a, a reclamation yard. <laughs> <laughs> and then we put like three feet on it, right? We put four yeah. and then we tore one off because we're like, no, this is going to wobble. Yeah. So that way when yeah. you step onto it, there's like a, yep. like a bit of really like freak right. out. Yeah. yeah. And it really yeah. makes a difference. Like people get it immersed does. without a plank. Like right. I see people jump from their floor into yep. their TVs. But when you reach out with your foot and you feel the plank yep. and it's different and you're like stepping onto yep. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's this great. guy from Barclays, he was the head of digital for the entire um, banking service, but he was an ex-military paratrooper, right? Wow. And when I and he's, he jumped out of planes literally thousands of times, and when I told him to jump off the plank, he, he just would not do it. Yep. <laughs> Even though he knew it was fake, so, you know, Dude. to say. Wow. I mean, that's, and shout out to Richie and, and crew for making an immersive experience. That's what it takes. I know. High quality, you know? It might be simple, but it is just high quality. It's it great. is. It's really, yeah, it's a, it's a great experience. I mean, you can't really, I mean, there's not a lot of people out there that know virtual reality that don't know Richie's plank experience. Yep. I mean, it is, it has touched everyone pretty much in this industry, right? Yeah. Very few games have done that, you know, one being Beat Saber yep. and uh, Richie's plank experience. I mean, and I feel like yeah. we've just been touched by, by the hand of a glorious man. Oh, we have Scott. Albright, the Aww. CEO of Combat Waffle Studios, developers of the best VR shooter in the world right now, Ghost of Tabor, yep. just dropped a hundred dollars super chat. Thank you, Scott. Hundred bucks. Boom. What a guy, man. I know. What a guy, what a studio, and what a team they have. Like Amazing. This, this team just grinds and grinds and makes this game better and better. And by the way, there was a patch that dropped yesterday. And wow, did it change a lot of stuff. Z-Storm told me new it's New UI systems, new new sounds on the guns, and wow, man, it is, yeah. it is sick. Yeah, it is really Z -Storm good. Z-Storm told me it is slapping, yeah, because he, he got hooked on Firewall, so mm -hmm. he's been like yeah. talking to me about it, and we're like going back and forth on it, and he's like, yeah, yeah. but like, looks like I'm playing Ghost of Tabor this weekend, because... Uh, this game's broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Scott. Yeah, Appreciate thanks, that super chat. That we, is really, really kind we're of We're going to go get something cool. Also, VR Awards nominees as well. for that's right. Yes, that's right. Yep. So Scott should be there. Dude, we are going to be partying. Oh, dude. Yeah. We're all going to be there. It's yep. going to be great. It's yeah. going to be so I mean, sick. No, wait. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Baby, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Scott is having a baby. Yes, he is. Yeah. So yep. he's not going to be there. Oh. It's like the day that his, his new baby is due. That's right. So he'll be sending somebody else from I the team. I think they should just give birth at the VR Awards. At the VR Awards. <laughs> yeah, so that way they're not an American citizen. Yeah. He's <laughs> like born on foreign soil. <laughs> oh, man. Now that kid's going to come out with combat boots and just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, no, that kid's going to be, like, that kid's here, being born ready. in America. Yep. Absolutely. No, no questions asked. Absolutely. Um, Paradise Decay also with the two oh, pounds. Thank you, saying, PD. Uh, payment for Ben's meal. Oh, right on. What, did you did you cover Ben's we did. fries or something? Um, so, so when we were out in the UK, um, 
uh, Beardo Benjo came and, you know, Paradise Decay was there, a whole bunch of creators, and we'll get into that in just a bit. Um, actually, I mean, I guess we just might get into it right now. Yeah, is there, well, is there another um, game you wanted to talk about? There, there are. There is just a couple, a couple more games, um, but... Hold on a second. Dude. We might as well just play. Skiva's got two thumbs a lot, on the buttons. Yeah, right I now. do. I got a lot of buttons. <laughs> so, so just a quick little video with some creators as we talk here that we get to meet up with uh, this past week, and it was awesome. But yeah, Beardo Benjo uh, showed up, and and we were hanging out, and we were eating, and he um, he left without paying for his food. <gasps> but it was complete accident. Beardo Benjo, no, complete accident. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, yeah, we, yeah. That's okay though. We love we love Beardo. No, it was it was an amazing time and everyone was was absolutely wonderful. I mean, you couldn't ask for a more amazing community. Uh, VR creators, developers, and everyone, just everyone here is absolutely stunning. I love, I just love this community. Me I really, too. really do. Jay Brat with a $2 super chat saying another bit for the coffee fund. Hey, thanks, buddy. Hey, thank you. Yeah, Steve should you. actually take advantage of that because I drink coffee every time I'm here. You do. And, and that's fine. I don't pay for that. That's you know? okay. Can you guys yeah, get some coffee as well? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yes. <laughs> There'll be a knock at your door in about five minutes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, you could probably use some, some coffee right now. Yeah, because, I was going to uh, say. I mean... where, where, where are you joining us from, Daniel? And, and what time is it where you are? Uh, you know what? Like, I wish I could just turn the camera around and you'd see a, like a gondola out the window. But uh, <laughs> I'm in Venice at the moment uh, for uh, Venice Immersive or Venice Film Festival, the Biennale. And there's about like 50 like um, experimental kind of arts related um, VR experiences that are here. So um, we always love getting a curation selection and seeing what everyone's doing from games through to art and media through to healthcare uh, spaces. But yeah, it's a really great opportunity to meet a very different side of the industry um, as well and, and see what they're working on at the moment. That is so sick. That is so sick. I've always wanted to go to Venice. Yeah, me That's too. a bucket lister for me. And, and to go to an yeah. event like that, especially. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you this, because we have a pretty big festival over here called South by Southwest. Maybe you've been to it or maybe you know about it, um, but it happens in Austin, Texas, and it's like um, films, music, art, technology, like the whole shebang. And there's like a pretty strong, like immersive presence and like quite a few like mm -hmm. VR films and stuff like that, that you can experience. But even with a platinum badge that you earn from being on the XR advisory board, it's basically impossible to get into any of these things. Like yeah, it's super competitive and like the lines take forever and like no one can get into anything. So is it the same at this? Like, are you able to actually engage with all this stuff and experience everything or is it competitive to do so i think you can but it comes down to the same question at gamescom like there's so much right you know like because the biennale is, is also architecture is, is cinema is dance is music is uh immersive and so i like i'd need like 10 copies of me to be able to do all of that but the really cool thing is that the the immersive stuff is literally on its own island nice. like i'm not joking wow. it's on like so you have to get a boat to it <laughs> That's dope. Wow. And then you don't have to yeah. leave that island. You just stay there with all the VR yeah, people. No, literally. And you know what's great about it? We're in Italy, so we just drink Aperol Spritz every every day. So it's fine. <laughs> Man, Next year, I dude. was doing okay until yeah. that line. And now I feel like I have the FOMO. Now I want to be there drinking Aperol yeah, Spritz in Italy. <laughs> we have like 100 people signed up for a meetup on Sunday as well, where we're going to just have pizza party. So yeah, you're missing out. Damn. Man, dude, you know what I didn't miss though was the 5 a.m. hotel lobby pizza party at the VR Awards last year. You remember that? 
It was awesome. Oh no. It was awesome. I was like out partying all night long. I think I think it was the night that we did uh I think it was the night that I was hanging out with Kaz and Sherry. Kaz and Sherry amazing. Oh, they're beautiful amazing. people. Amazing. They are people. so awesome. Unbelievable. And while mm -hmm. we were in Rotterdam, they live in Rotterdam, like yeah. right there. And they invited a bunch of us in the crew back to their crib. Like I've been in Kaz and Sherry's apartment, like where they film their videos and stuff, and it, they were so nice. They're like pouring wine for everybody, like they're amazing. But anyway, amazing that was a pretty people, long yeah. night. And I remember walking home back to my hotel by myself in a tuxedo, like feeling like a gangster because it's 5 a.m. <laughs> and I'm walking through the streets of Rotterdam and there is nobody around me. Like I have the city to myself and I'm like, yes, this is so sick. <laughs> and I'm like thinking I'm about to go home and go to bed and I open the door of my hotel and right there in the lobby is the entire AIXR team and they're all drinking <laughs> beers and eating pizza. Wow. And I was like, that's the squad. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ended up having like a little mini after after pizza party at the hotel but it's because like our team is like you, you got on something we're like awake from like 8 a.m on that day until like 8 a.m like the next day so like um wow. yeah, because we have to make sure everything goes as smoothly as possible so um yeah pizza like the, the looks on the, the staff's face at the hotel when they saw <laughs> how much pizza we had brought in <laughs> bro i i'm not gonna lie that pizza that you shared with me that night was so clutch like I like I don't think I even knew that I was starving and then like I got there and you guys all had pizza You're like yo come get some of this and I was like thank god oh my god I'm, this is the best I'm going to go out in, in a limb and say pizza is maybe the best food ever I love pizza. I'm not going to argue I with I love that. pizza. I am not going to argue with that. Bread, cheese, and sauce, man. That's all you need in life. Real quick, let's get let's hit right. two more games let's here hit let's hit and it. then we are free to talk about other stuff. Yeah, let's go. Um okay, so uh, this game came out of nowhere for me um and it's called out of hand and it in this like i i was like okay yeah oh, well, i've seen this. okay yeah we'll play this game and and i play games at these things all the time right and it's always weird playing a game at a convention right because you're like there's other people waiting the people are standing there like they kind of they're kind of looking to see what you're thinking about it but you, you know there's all this pressure to like get out of the headset get someone else in they had to pull the headset off of me I did nice. not want to stop playing this game. This game is stupid amounts of fun. By the same publisher that published uh, um, Ghost of Tabor, actually, which is which is hilarious. But this game is so good. It's a legit platformer. <laughs> excuse me. That uses mechanics kind of like Gorilla Tag, but it's like what Gorilla Tag, in my opinion, should feel like because the hand motion in this is perfect, in my opinion. It is so good. This game is a ton of fun, and I think once you put the headset on, you're going to lose so, hours and hours in this game. It looks like a platformer. It is a platformer. Yeah, first-person platformer. It is, and you, like, throw yourself around with your hands, right? And then, but you can also, you're flying through the air, you can, like, stretch out your arms and punch these enemies and send them flying across the room, and it is just so much fun. It is it is really, really hard to tell by looking at a flat uh, video like this, but you are going to lose you know so much time in this just having a blast it was cool. really really good so i wanted to um throw that out there this do we game know when it's coming cool. out uh, i do not know i think it's coming out fairly soon uh but um you know keep Later an eye here yeah keep an eye here you know check out beyond frames this website it's the publisher and um and it will be 
coming and you yeah. will enjoy this game it is super fun and the last so game i just have to point out that paradise yeah. dk just said something sacrilegious to all italians of putting pineapple filling in the crust of a pizza that sounds and delicious so i'm sorry good. that sounds really good i love pineapple he does not represent america <laughs> <laughs> okay just, oh just for the record you know you get officially banned from italy right if you put pineapple on a pizza <laughs> that's okay it's freaking good Straight it's so good i they really love take it take your ass to jail but i love all kinds of pizza i love pineapple on pizza i like regular pizza i like everything on pizza pretty much uh, i love chicago style pizza italian style pizza brooklyn style pizza they're all, that, like that that's one of the wonderful parts about pizza no. there's so many different kinds it doesn't give you a pass for this pineapple in the dude thing. pineapple hey guys, i'm gonna invite you to, to my place in Italy, just so that we can make sure that you have a. You can't. I'm, I don't want to hear you say that anymore. We're, we're gonna have to fix this problem, all right? Dude, and don't ever say something like that again. If you, unless you mean it, because like, no, I mean it. I, I, mean, I, mean, I will show up, bro. I will show up. I'm not joking. I've actually had VR people turn up at my house. Right. Uh, in italy so and even game publishers so <laughs> say no more <laughs> amazing yo fastest finger gets it mickey bird dropping the wizards dark times for steam in the chat nice get that key and redeem it and get a free vr game courtesy of mickey bear in our chat here in the between realities community because we have the best community Sweet. in the world all right uh kind of last game is going to be fast travel games is putting out a game called uh vampire the Masquerade Justice. And uh, I got to play this game at Gamescom. And uh, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect from this game. I had no idea. I went in completely like, you know, I don't know. Let's see what happens. But it's a, it's a stealth-like game. Obviously, you're a vampire. Uh, you need to, you know, sneak around and and descend on people and like grab them and bite their necks. And uh, it's, it's, it was a very hard as well. Right, because you can't be detected. Yeah. Um, you get all these cool, you know, uh, you can put together all these concoctions and, and poison these arrows. And like, it was really, really cool. I think uh, something like this in VR is definitely needed. There's going to be a lot of really good, um, like good different style gameplay than what people are typically used to in VR. Uh, but we need something like this, right? Kind of like an almost Metal Geary type of vampire yeah. game. So this is great. Fast travel games. Does I mean, amazing things. Does great. Yeah, they, yeah, they make good stuff. They really do. I personally and, am like just not. I don't have the patience for the stealth games, bro. Like, oh, really? Yeah, cool. like I get impatient. I'm like somebody give me a gun. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder this whole. <laughs> you know, like I like can't creep around. I want to kill everything. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do get to kill everything. You know, I want to kill yeah. it now. Yeah. I have to say, like, I I love. VR games, but the, the only issue is I'm lazy. I'm really lazy. Like I get home and I want to sit down on the sofa, you know. So like uh, I I need a, a game that I can just like veg to. So like that's yeah. that's the biggest. Dude, you need a Max Mustard. You need yeah, like, you do a, like a VR platformer. Yeah, you absolutely. Sit there, do. chill, jam through it. Like collect some coins. You know. I think a lot of people are going to uh, truly appreciate this game because it's it's so. It's just so different. And who doesn't want to be a vampire? It's so cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like a dream of mine, but if you're, I would do it. I would try it. I would do it. In person, then it's fine. <laughs> All right. And the very last game, I don't have a trailer for, uh, but I'm going to tell you it is called um, The Cabin 
Home Invasion, and it is a drop-dead game. And I had zero expectation for this game, but I think what's going to... So let me just give you a quick overview of what this game does. So it is a mixed reality experience. Uh, you map your room, you map your doors and your windows and your couches, right? And then the zombies from Drop Dead um, try to get into your house like into your house and you're trying to defend your house they start kicking in the doors they're crawling in the windows of your house actual doors and actual windows yes uh-huh it like can tell what's a door and what's well a window. you tell it oh, okay. in the setup right and and you're in the like jumping up on your couch and trying to get to you <laughs> absolutely wild really really cool i thought it was going to be janky and weird but it worked really really well and it was super fun and i the reason this game matters so much i think is because when people start getting the quest three i think this is going to be the game where people demo vr and mr to people i think people are gonna be like yo check this out yeah right and they're gonna put this quest 3 on somebody um and they're gonna go oh this is cool look at your house and then all of a sudden the house is gonna get invaded by zombies and people are gonna lose their damn mind i mean this is this is really really cool i wish i had a trailer or something they don't have anything yet but keep an eye out for this uh because it is really really cool the people at soul assembly are uh, crushing it right now so nice yeah so anyway that's those are yeah. some games. Those are some games. Gamescom was amazing. Uh, our trip to London was amazing. Beautiful city. I gotta. So. I gotta. I gotta figure out what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you get to Gamescom? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what did I do wrong here? You know? Like, I misplayed my hand somewhere along the line. <laughs> you got out of gaming. I not intentionally. I'm just trying yeah. to keep my head above the water over here. <laughs> um, I'm very grateful for where I am, but also. Yes. Take me to Gamescom. Yes. Um, all right. well, cool. a anything else you want to mention about Gamescom before we move on, Daniel? No, the only one I know is that there was like Seventh Guest, uh, which is like a Vertica Games title, which they're going to release soon as well. I, I only found it interesting because I sat down with them and spoke a little bit about how they did the mixed reality capture of the actors. Um, and from what I'm aware of is that technology and to do it at that level of quality is very difficult and it's a lot I of data bet. a yeah. lot a lot of data so yeah well i will tell you that seventh guest was one of the very first games i ever played back in the early 90s on and on dos on the pc wow you know a whole bunch of floppies and it was really really cool you know going through this um this haunted mansion trying to solve these mysteries doing all these puzzles and i loved that game it was really really cool and i'm really excited to see it come to vr and especially by a quality studio like vertigo games so i did not get to demo that game uh while i was there uh vertigo had like a little section in the play on area you know and uh it was like i believe like the new um um, their new community manager and some people that were there that I, I didn't know. I don't know if John was there, but uh, anyway, so many appointments. I didn't, I didn't get to uh, get in there, but very excited for seventh guest. Nice. Definitely. I played two DOS, two DOS games that I can remember as a kid. One of them was a, f a nightmare in Elm street. Game, oh, cool. Um, where nice. it kind of looked like Pac-Man, but like, you know, there's a killer yeah. and you're like running from him. Um, and for it was scary just because I knew it was supposed to be scary. Like yeah. as a child, like the the main splash screen had like Freddy Krueger on it, like pixelated, and I was like, oh god, here we go. You know? <laughs> and then the other one was this Flintstones game that was oh, wow. such trash. Like I cannot <laughs> tell you how awful that game was. Wow. Yeah, I played way too many to get into. 
Wait, God, you're showing your age now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for sure. You ever played a DOS game, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have, you know? They're, they're so, rough uh, around the edges. Around and I'll, you guys are going to have to teach me some things. <laughs> you're, not, you're not missing anything, trust me. <laughs> um, cool. So what is AIXR, right? Because I, I, I even know about AIXR. I've even been to the VR awards, but I personally don't think I have like a full idea or like or like a, a complete understanding of the scope about what you guys do so um what is aixr i mean like at its core you know we're a networking platform i mean for for xr enthusiasts right um in terms of your community and, and what you've been building here so it's all about how do we uh give people a platform or a space uh, an, an online digital community to be able to do uh business in this space and also work with each other collaborations partnerships uh be able to build relationships kind of longer term for them um and so you know it's it's an interesting perspective because um when we speak to people in this industry we always ask them like and this is, these are people typically who are working in this space right and, and building things and, and doing stuff like that we always ask them hey What's your biggest challenge, right? And there's three things that always come up every single time. The one biggest one being building connections in this space, which is the most ironic thing because you know we're we're in virtual reality, we're online, but that can be quite isolating sometimes, right? You know, we're building all of these amazing projects, but we're building them all around the world in different places. Right. I mean, like Skiba, you had to come all the way to Europe to Gamescom just to meet and find out all of these things, right? And, and not yeah. everyone's as lucky enough to be able to do that. Um, that. And so what we found is having a, a community, right, that you can rely on, that you can work with, that you can talk to, and you can network with easily. You know that that was the first thing, right? And and that's the the, the first and foremost. And then there's other other things that are typical. It looks like. Uh, you know, finding access to funding, financing, and and growing uh, things, investment and distribution and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that was the biggest thing for us in this space. Nice. Well, that's huge because these are all the things that VR needs to properly grow. Mm-hmm. You know, developers yeah. need funding, companies need funding. We all need to network. We have to uh, learn from each other, and um, this is this is just fundamental for an industry to really, really flourish. So it's amazing to see someone out there kind of taking those reins and, um, and making that happen. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, Props to AIXR. Quick shout yeah. out to Ashley C with the 4.99 super hey. chat. She says more, more coffee from coffee. Oh, nice. Thanks Ashley coffee <laughs> for providing clever coffee fund. Heck yeah. Appreciate you. Um, what was I saying? Um, oh yeah, so it's a networking. Send the coffee to me. Yes, <laughs> coffee is coming to you. It Daniel. didn't show up at your door yet. Did you check outside? <laughs> no, it's not here. It's not here yet. <laughs> well, don't hold your breath. Um, so, what is it? What is it? So, it's a networking platform, right? Yeah. What does that like look like from a practical perspective? Like, let's say I want to learn. Like, let's say I want to become a member. I want to participate somehow in this platform. Um, like, what what does that look like? Like, what can I do? In what ways can I can I leverage it? Um, you know, just practically. Well, this is this is what's quite exciting, right? At the moment, like, so historically, what we've been doing with XR, we've only worked with companies in this space. So we have a, you know, quite a lot of companies who operate in the space and build uh, really cool things. 
who are members of AXR, and they, they really utilize it on the business side of, uh, of this. But actually, what we've been doing for the last year, actually, behind the scenes and not really talking to anyone about it, is we've been building an actual digital web platform, a 2D web platform that people can sign up to and go on for free. Right. And this is huge for us because we've never done something like that before. Um, and essentially our goal now is we're going to go from, you know, a couple thousand people who are companies in this space and operating to potentially hundreds of thousands of people who are also just enthusiasts and not just professionals in this space who can sign up to XR for free and make the most out of these, these opportunities that we're able to, to push out, whether it's finding jobs, finding, uh, talking about their favorite experiences and, and things like that as well. Um, so we've got the free aspect of this in terms of trying to get this out to as many people, evangelizing the technology, understanding the technology, but then also the professional side of this. So if you work in this space, you can sign up to be a member of AXR. And then what we end up doing is we have things like our advisory boards where we actually work with people who work in this industry on a monthly basis. We talk about problems and also solutions um, as an example of that. Then also, you know, all of the events that we tend to run from, you know, we have the VR awards, but we also partner with all of the major big events to see how we can support them with uh, insights, getting some of our members out there, uh, talking about the things, uh, guidance on those areas as well. But the most important thing for us now is that we're going to open our community up to individuals in this space who are really excited about the technology, who can sign up for free or become a pro member um, and uh, really extend their network and their excitement for this space as well wow so would it be fair to say this sounds a little bit like uh the uh, like a an xr version of linkedin exactly yeah nice. exactly that yeah and and the good the good thing is the platform that we've we've built is we've interviewed people based on what do you want to know about people that's important in this space right so their skill sets what they're working on it's not just the generic linkedin stuff companies can actually showcase their products or their tools that they've been working on as well and it just makes it easier to do business in this space wow this this sounds pretty awesome and yeah, um, pretty epic. i appreciate the, like getting a little bit of perspective on this because i saw recently just by like going to the website and stuff that you guys have like a pre sign up or something for it that you've kind of started right now when did, when is this launching like when do you plan on having this available for everybody uh, I, I can't give an official date <laughs> just yet uh, because it's in beta. So it, right now it's invitation only. So people who are actually AXR members right now have access to the platform. They're testing it out, giving us feedback. But you can sign up to the wait list right now. Um, and essentially we're wave onboarding people. So when we announce the first onboarding of it, the people in the top 100 will go on first. And then we'll be able to invite more people on. And also we'll be giving away uh, free pro memberships to the people who are in the top 100 as well. Um, so if you are interested in a space, it, it doesn't harm to be able to just go on the wait list and you can find out what we're doing a little bit more of and, um, and go from there really. Sweet. Yeah. Follow the links in the description to AIXR stuff and, um, it shouldn't take you long to find the wait list sign up for that. Um, which I would recommend everybody, if you're, if you're here listening to this show right yeah. now, you care enough about VR to be a part of this. So Absolutely. get signed up and, and get, you know, get in early because, if 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 all of the stuff that we've been talking about so far is any indication, I don't think AIXR is going anywhere, and it's only going to get bigger and better and a bigger and better part of the VR community. So jump in now while you're still early and be a cool kid. The this thing is, as well, like what, what's really important about it 
is is it not just not just being early to this is that the people that are joining us now they're the people that are actually helping us to shape this like we're not building something that's just going to be like ah oh, this is what arxr says this is what it's going to be you know it's working with the community to build something that they need that they want so i'm really really want to get people onto the wait list so that we can ask them hey what's your challenge what's your problem what nice. can we build with you and we've already started doing that with all the feedback that we're getting from our members to just work on the things like helping them you know build out their talent and, and skill sets and things like that within companies is, is just one example nice sweet well yeah links in the description people go be a part mm -hmm. of that um i'll i'll wait for the for the invite all right in my inbox daniel yeah i'm i'm definitely not on there already i hate you you do you do everything don't look to your i know this this guy man you know like like i love you and i'm so happy for all of your successes but this guy just gets it all contact ci is is a member of erxr i think so yeah i mean i know that craig our ceo has been a judge in the vr awards in the past so i don't know if that means yeah you should ask him about that maybe he's the one that hasn't invited you Boom. Uh, everyone, everyone, you're all at fault. It's all your fault. Um, but yeah, so as you can see, you know, this is a, uh, it's been an, it's been an exclusive thing, but not anymore. So get, get on the wait, on the wait list. Um, Do it. You know, these platforms are very powerful things like LinkedIn and, um, X or Twitter or whatever it is. Like? Right. So this is going to be, this is going to be huge. I think, you know, what was that Daniel? Oh, thanks. I was going to say, like, we, we've been told to only talk about the networking stuff, but, like, the really cool things as well is, like, it's got, like, groups that you can join and follow uh, to learn more about what's happening in a space. It's also got learning, as an example, so you can actually take courses. We call them micro-courses because, in my opinion, nobody has time to do a 12-hour course, but you can do bite-sized courses to learn about uh, different areas of XR and what's happening in the space. And then resources. We uploaded about uh 60 to 80 hours of content so far like about help you to learn about what experts are talking about in the space and then we also uploaded over a thousand reports <laughs> from different spaces that you can actually download as well and, and start to build on that as well awesome. wow that's a, a lot of value a lot of data so if you work in vr or if you are just an enthusiast join that way so let me ask this was how long was ai xr a thing or like a, a concept or even a company before the VR awards were a thing? Like, were you guys doing stuff before the VR awards happened? Did it start with the VR awards? Like, what does that timeline look like? You want to go way back? I want to go back there. Way back. Okay. Like the VR awards started before AIXR. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. We did it the reverse way. And the reason being was because, um, when we did the awards, what ended up happening was it snowballed. Like we did not expect it to build into what it was going to do. I mean, you've got to put a picture here, right? You've got three people running this entire event. There was no one else involved in this space. It was just us three being able to do that. At the time, um, I, I'll, I, it was, it was, I'll let you in on this. Like I was 18 uh, when we first started the awards, wow. right? In 2017. Um, and uh, it was very new in that space. But what ended up happening is so many people were, were just so genuinely excited and happy with what we were able to do with them in that, in that space. And, you know, we had AMD sponsor and a few other key players come in on this space um, that we literally had to sit down with all of these people and say, hey, guys, because because all of them were coming saying, we need you to do more. <laughs> we love this. Mm -hmm. um, and we're like, OK, well, what can we do that could be sustainable long term? 
So we started off uh, doing some more awards, but it was in 2019 we launched AIXR as a brand, um, right? And we started it as just a membership organization. And then it was actually post-COVID, so um, I can't even remember what the dates are now. Um, it, was, it was kind of of the start of this year that we completely went into the digital realm only. So rather than just being a membership organization, we are a digital platform now uh, with that, that work uh, by, uh, by the end of the year to be able to, to build out a lot more of that as well. So, yeah. Wow. I would not have guessed that. I would have thought for sure that AIXR was like doing some stuff and then all of a sudden the VR awards idea came up in a meeting and then bam, and now you're known for that. And that's, but I guess that's it doesn't surprise wild. me. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah trying it to... was, uh, Vicky Dobbs Beck from ILMX Lab and Lucasfilm. Um, and also at the time, I think it was Colin Slavine, who was the head of media for Facebook. Uh, he's gone on to EA now, but I sat down with those two and we, we kind of hatched a bit of a plan of like, what could we do about could have industry backing? Because also, the thing is, guys, you can't do any of this without the support of some of the major players in this space. They've got to have your back. Um, uh, so that was a key thing that the awards allowed us to do because they had already seen like uh, the, the the quality bar had already been set of what we could achieve, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's where I went from there. Yeah, I mean, it really is a, a excellently executed event, dude. Like it felt like I was at a really like professional and like well-organized and well thought out thing, you know, like it felt like the, like the Oscars of VR, you know, yeah, like, yeah. it really did. And I mean, how, like, do you work on this all year long? You know, like, what does it take to, to pull this off and, and, and get prepared for it and, and then finally execute it at the level of professionalism that you guys are? No, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people don't realize how much work goes into something like that. So you've got to understand we, we're, built, we're building AIXR, right? So our team is full-time on this in terms of building the platform, working with our members, doing our community support, hosting these meetups, going to these events, right? But the VR Awards sounds like this one, like especially to viewers online, they watch it online and they're like, oh, okay, this is the VR Awards, right? But actually, it's a year-round event that starts literally at the start of January, like works immediately starts, right, in terms of everything, preparations. We do our winners tour. We do Ask Me Anything with all of our winners. Um, and then we jump straight in to having to set up uh, all of the periods of, uh, of um, nominations. Uh, we have to go through, revise the structure of everything, make sure we check that with, a, with a, our board. Um, and then, you know... Um, you imagine fielding questions from over 500 different questions all at one time as soon as you open the nominations period up and you've got to start supporting creators in this space to understand things and, and what you're working on. Um, so it's a, it's a really big thing and we're about to go into judging now, right? And as you've already mentioned, we, when, we don't half it when it comes to the judging aspect of this. We built a jury of 70 people because I was actually speaking to someone about this again earlier today. We built a jury of 70 people because for us, we want to make sure that the judging is not biased, right? The more voices you have as part of this and involved in this, the more of a broad spectrum and diverse spectrum of interest you have as well. So we're managing 70 judges. We've got to wrangle them together. They're kind of like cats everywhere um, who are very busy people. Um, and then you've also got experiences that aren't on the app stores, right? So you've got to think about how do we distribute these kind of things. So luckily we partnered with um, Holohub, who are one of our members. They do an enterprise distribution thing. So we've managed to actually build an app that can go onto people's Quest headsets and we can just deploy the, the applications direct to their headsets, as an example. 
Um, back before COVID, we used to have five physical judging centers, um, one in LA, New York, um, one in San Francisco, one in, in Europe and, and, and around because people also didn't have a lot of access to hardware back in 2017 and 18 and 19. Now they luckily do, right? So we don't have to do that anymore. But we also had to have this whole network of distribution for an entire two weeks of judging as well. Jeez. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a big thing. And then when you get to the actual awards itself, right? Um, there's everything from having to, the one thing I, I, I will say to you guys, have, have you ever hosted a dinner party for your friends before? Sure. Yeah, All right. absolutely. So, so inevitably there's one person who has a dietary restriction, right? Or has that. Yeah, it's usually now, me. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Now imagine you have 300 people invited to a dinner party. Oh man. <laughs> and you've got to make sure the food all comes out at the same time. Right. So, um, yeah, for us, we have a lot of work to do just getting people's dietary restrictions. And if they don't give them on time, they get a free from vegan meal, uh, default. So, uh, you know, so we, we've set it up, uh, in the best way possible now, but yeah, all nice. to say it starts in January and it ends in uh, January. <laughs> Wow. Well, I really appreciate what, uh, you know, like you giving us a little bit more insight into like how the judging and stuff works, because I feel like oftentimes people, when they're from the outside looking in on this kind of event, um, it gets easy to like, I don't know, like not give it the benefit of the doubt. Like I've seen people on the internet be like, Oh, these awards ceremonies, they're just like a bunch of circle jerks or, you know, they, they just pay to, to get nominated. And then when you get paid and then you just win the award, you know, that's bullshit. Like I've like seen this kind of stuff, especially around, I feel like there's a mm -hmm. lot of, uh, almost like controversy or like maybe information that's not entirely clear when it comes to the content creator award. Right. Because, yeah. you know, we were honored to be named as finalists in the VR awards for content creator for the past two years, um, for between realities. And neither time did we submit ourselves, you know, like we never put our own nomination in. So somebody, maybe an AI or AI XR board member or somebody, um, nominated us and we eventually got selected as a finalist, but there are people who, when they see others on that list, they're like, Oh, they just paid to be there. And you know, it just, and because they have a huge audience and there's a vote, um, they're just going to win automatically, you know, and there's just like a lot of stuff like that, that comes up. So since we've got you, um, do you think you could like set the record straight on some of these like, uh, misconceptions about how these things go? Yeah, no, I'm more than happy to, because I think the one thing I'll say is we remove AIXR from the judging process period like we're, we're not involved in any aspect of judging when it comes to, from, to the awards right so uh, and it, that's designed by default because i go to a lot of events i know you guys you know i love you guys uh, but also i don't want to be any bias towards the judging whatsoever as part of this so um as part of the nda that all of our judges sign and and part of that uh, disclosure agreements that they have in terms of you know dis um um of uh, potential conflicts of interest as well. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into making sure that that's completely separated from AXR as well. Um, and uh, it's it's only, you know, the AV aspect of the team who has to be aware of who winners are because they're planning all that stuff. But we keep it separate from all of the AXR team as well to even avoid all of those, um, those potential situations. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody is like, oh, like this company is like just buying their, their nomination or whatever, like what, what would you say to somebody who thinks that this is something that you can just pay your way into? Yeah. Well, look, I, I first ever 
conference I went to was um, oh, actually I won't name the event. Uh, first ever conference I went to, uh, I snuck into it. Uh, I think I was like 15. Nice. Uh, I didn't have, <laughs> didn't have any tickets. Um, couldn't afford to go, uh, and I snuck in. But I ended up going to the, the really big award show there, right? In terms of this, and uh, I learned a lot like through that process. And actually after that, I did freelance marketing as work and I actually worked for a property investors organization and I actually launched their first ever award show for property investors, uh, right? Um, and the one thing that I very much learned from all of these processes and all of the people that I spoke to is integrity is the most important thing that an award show can have, right? Uh, the awards mean absolutely nothing if they can just be given away to people uh, and they can be bought. Um, so in terms of our process, right, you, you can't buy an award. You can't, uh, be, uh, kind of like uh, propositioned for an award. We keep our judges separate from our finalists and our nominees for a reason, um, including all of that process. Um, the way that we build it out, right, is our team at the start of the year do a kind of a scouting curation uh, uh, exercise. This is why we go through events. We find out what's going on in the, in the places as well. We scout, we, we, we look at this, and then we also have a kind of a list of creators and things like that that we'll go out to and say, okay, these are games, projects that have been worked on this year. We'd encourage you to submit them for the awards, but we have no control over if they get nominated or not uh, as part of that process. It's down to the individuals or stuff. We have our scouts, we, we look out for stuff, and obviously we want to be aware of what uh, the, the trends are in the industry. But this is how it works in terms of that process as well. Um, and so when it comes down to the nominations and shortlisting period, then we're completely removed from it. It goes to our juries who then on a 10 point system, actually we're very transparent around the point system and how it works. We have how particles that are public for everyone to see so they can see how that works. But the jury is guided based on all of these questions and also are based on the submission materials and also the trying of the experience itself as well. In addition to being encouraged to check what's being published publicly in terms of user reviews um, as well on, on store pages. So, so it doesn't, um, I don't hear you stumbling over a single word over there. So if you're out there, like still like talking smack about the VR awards saying that like, this is, you know, like, well, it's and not, it's the not real deal. and to be fair, it's not just the VR awards. It's most award ceremonies that people kind of sometimes sure. have these thoughts about. Sure. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I feel like this is a pretty legit system and you can go onto the website, um, like Daniel's saying, and you can check these things and read up on how all of this stuff works in pretty good detail. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but look, I completely understand, like, as a consumer and as a person who loves to watch awards and see, I completely understand where people come from, you know, in, in this space, because, you know, especially when you're passionate about something, right? Like, you love, you, you've been playing this game, you've been trying this out, you're passionate, and you're like, why the hell, A, is this not nominated, and B, or something like that, why did this not win? It must be rigged. So, and, and I've thought that about things before in the past, so I see where people are coming from at, at all times times right mm -hmm. um so you know i don't think it's totally fair to address yeah. the, the other thing i want to completely address as well just now while we're here this is the seventh international vr awards right hosted in 2023 it's not the vr awards 2023 we're hosting it in 2023 so we're very clear in terms of the submissions that we accept which is from the first of august or sorry it's basically august to august in terms of the the project release dates that we have as well on things so sometimes you don't see nominations or things because it falls into a different period or the next period. Um, and we're constantly 
reviewing this because we know lots of projects come out in September or November and we want to give them the best opportunity as well. But at the end of the day as well, it's also down to the company itself to nominate that and put forward the details required for that application. We can reach out to them, but if they don't send us the, the keys that we can send to the judges, um, you know, we, we can't consider them for a nomination, which right. is another thing. Yeah, like at, at the end of the day, there it does require participation from the nominee to be involved in the VR awards. Yeah. And some people are very content with not being involved in the awards or, or needing that thing. And, you know, we're not there to pester them. Right. We're just there to help celebrate them, really. Right. Yeah. Is there what else is there since we're like kind of on the topic that's just like really high level that you think is important that um, we know we convey about the VR awards or about the AIXR process with this um, or just like, you know, maybe a common misconception or something, you know, an FAQ, just any of those like that, like low hanging fruit that we can just pluck. Yeah, I mean, look, at its heart, I'll be honest, the VR Woods is a B2B, it's a business-to-business event, all right? It's for businesses in this space who are operating on that. Uh, we decided to live stream it and put it out because so many there's so many people who are passionate about this, who want to see this stuff and want to be able to do that. And also you have lots of huge teams who can't make it to the awards who want to see this, right? So um, we're not the Game Awards. We don't have that level of budget. Um, no, uh, you know, We're not BAFTA or those kind of things. We aspire to be that level of stuff, right? But ultimately, this is for businesses who operate in this space. To celebrate businesses and i think there's other things that we can do in the entertainment sphere and space going forward as as exile becomes more uh, mainstream in terms of a technology mm-hmm. um but sometimes the expectation is like hey look at the game awards and look at all these amazing things they've got and and i love the game awards i think it's amazing um i always link it to the av team and our team and then they go daniel we also need half a million more in budget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'm like okay there's always next year <laughs> well you know i'm sure that you're always building and you know just improving wherever you can year after year you know last year was the first time i've ever been able to attend so it's the only one i can speak to but um you know i just know from like doing between realities like we improve every single season you know so um i'm sure uh, you guys are constantly making improvements and i will say that i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed my experience at the vr awards um i loved it the dinner was good you know, like the food was good. There was drinks. Uh, it was super professional. The thing, right. Is ha- half of the awards is actually about being there in person. Like it's, it, the, I, I can't tell you the feeling that I personally get when I, when we open the doors and you see all of those people in tuxedos, like lined up like they're on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And you know, that aspect of it is just so called to me because i'm always at tech events i'm always at gaming events and everyone's in shorts and a t-shirt and that's all i ever see them as however this is the one time of the year that you get to feel like a rock star like actually there and, and that's what we wanted to give to people and i think it's i mean that's you know, the only way awesome. you're going to get skiva in a tuxedo that's a tough one that's a tough one but i will be there in a tuxedo and i am st- Stoked yeah. to go, and and my company Impact Reality PR Marketing uh, is a finalist uh, for VR Upcoming uh, Company of the Year, which really like stuff like this really helps to reinvigorate all the passion in a company, right? You know, it's 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 uh, it's a, an amazing thing to be nominated, but when you have all these people that work so hard that are then recognized uh, for 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 being one of the best. 
in the industry. I mean, everyone gets so excited. They feel like all of this work that they've done throughout the year is like really worth it and paying off and people are noticing and you know, it's, it's really good. So we are stoked to be there. Uh, I cannot wait and I will absolutely be, um, in a tuxedo ready to rock. There's only, you mentioned something that's important there, right? Is like, game of the year is fantastic and that's why it's the last category right and that's the thing that gets most people who are watching live really excited but the, the things that get me excited are things like rising and innovative companies they're, they're technically the boring categories to people who are watching online yeah but right. actually you know like um when we're speaking to people and and this is this is why we do it right when we are speaking to people and then they tell you hey guys we actually literally cried like like when this happened uh, because it meant that much to them, right? In terms of that space, because these people are doing amazing work, and they never really get to talk about yeah. it. They're always behind the scenes. Yeah. They're not as flashy or as cool as the games, right? But they're doing phenomenal stuff. Sometimes stuff that saves lives of people, right? Like quite literally, um, right? And so this makes it all worthwhile. All of the the. Um, you know, 4 a.m. nights that we have running up to the awards, trying to make sure everything is in order and, and things like that. That's what makes it worthwhile of, of you know, getting that the, the no sleep as part of that because right. it's the reactions that you get to see at the end and, and how genuine, you know, of an impact it makes for people. Well, it really, really does. I mean, recognition is a big deal when you're trying to push forward and do something that matters, right? You're not in the VR industry because you're trying to get rich. You're in it because you're passionate. You know it's the future. You are you are all about immersive technology and growing this industry and making other people understand how important it is. And, and really, you got to work really, really hard to succeed in, in XR. And um, this is the kind of thing that really fuels people to be to be brought up and and putting you know a list with some of the the best of the best. Is, is a big deal for, for a lot of companies, for a lot of people that are just really trying to make a difference. Um, so these types of things are so absolutely important. Yeah, you know, I agree. They really, really are, so and, and like to Arcanian's yeah. message in the chat there as well, like in our opinion, that would be fantastic, but that's a different kind of award show. That's an entertainment-based award show, right? In terms of you're focusing just really then on the entertainment pieces like games and, and films and experiences. Whereas ours is for businesses, it covers healthcare, it covers enterprise, because these are the lesser known things in our space that actually prop up a lot of the ability to do games. Many of the game studios that you know today started in enterprise, right? Because that's where the money is for them. Right? and giving them an opportunity to get that space up so that they can do the things that they're passionate about, that, that's what matters. And, and that's what ended up allowing us to build out AIXR as a, as a platform, right? because we realized that not only do you need to recognize people for the work that they do, but you need an, a way to allow them to, to do that that work as well to find those people in that space and and everyone wants to feel like they have a home, right? Like your, your viewers right now are here probably because this feels comfortable, right? To be here in this, this chatting environment together. We're a community, right? But think about the, the, the founders, think about the, you know, the executives who, who are putting their blood, sweat and tears into the their startups as well in this space. They need a home as well. Um, and that's part of our goal as well. I love it. 
There's a, there's really only one thing that I can think of that would improve what you guys are doing with the VR awards. Do you know what it okay. is? I know exactly where you're going with this. Give me the microphone <laughs> and let me dish these awards out. I will crush it, dude. All right. We'll speak about it after the show. Door is open. I, I would you you love exclusive it. Exclusive on the show here. Well, the door is open. All right, we're gonna talk about it because I have a feeling if you give me that microphone, you wouldn't regret it. I remember in the in the live chat of the last VR Awards, which I watched live. We had uh, we had the entire Resolution Games team, a bunch of creators, you know, V Bunny Go, and just a whole bunch of people that were there, and we were all watching it on a on a screen while we all hung out and and uh, did a thing, and it was it was really awesome. But I remember a lot of people in the live chat going. Alex should be hosting this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, Alex, yeah, I'm can not you, can, can you, can we use, can we work with you on chat with chat GPT to just make the worst, most cringe uh, VR jokes? <laughs> I mean, at least they'd be VR jokes. You know? <laughs> I don't yeah. think Alex needs <laughs> yeah. chat GPT you know really for that. Last year for the live stream, it really annoyed me when I watched it back. Because I have no idea why, but the external AV team who was responsible for the live stream, every time it cut to the audience side of things, they, they completely muted the laughs and the claps. So every time the comedian did a joke, it sounded like it was deadpan like, to, to, to anyone watching live. But in the room, people were like, literally like falling over with some of these jokes. But um, you live and you learn from these kind of things. That is funny. So anyway, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a... I'm a huge fan of AIXR and the VR awards, and I will support you no matter what. Um, but yeah, we can talk about that because uh, I don't know. I feel like I should be up there. I don't know. It just it seems right to me. That's amazing. Um, so we should probably start to wrap this up. Uh, is there anything else that you want to mention before we uh, say goodbye, Daniel? You know, like we could spend another two hours right now, like because there's there's so many things that are behind the scenes that I kind of we do. I mean, like this is why i like meeting you guys in person because you get to understand that there's real people behind this yeah right as well like um you, you people are used to watching you guys on the screen right or what used to just seeing what we do as an output but actually like the thing that i value the most is people um as part of this so um you know when people give us comments and give us feedback we take it in stride you know how can we use that to be bigger better and stronger going forward um, funding budgets and things like that is always the biggest difficulty because um, if it was up to me, we would shoot for the skies and all of this side of things. Um, and, you know, we have huge ambitions as part of all of that. Um, but at the end of the day, right, like, um, you know, I, I can give you a story from at the VR Awards, which kind of uh, in 2017, that kind of helps me illustrate a point here. At the end of the day, we are all human beings with this kind of stuff. Uh, in 2017, um, I remember um, walking around the venue, double, doing my double checks, and we had the ceremony going on live, right, in, in the, um, the main ceremony room. And I go downstairs to check because we have a really kick-ass, like, after party. Um, and um, we ended up in 2017, we had, like, a whole range of, like, demos with Razer. Um, like laptops and things like that going off. And we were, the team was setting them up in the after party lounge while we were upstairs. And then essentially what ended up happening is all of a sudden I'm, I'm downstairs and I hear, this is an emergency, <laughs> loud. And then a siren starts going and said, this is not a test. Okay. And like a huge uh, siren going, doo, doo, doo. all the staff look wow. at me as if I know what's going on. 
Uh, and like, Daniel, what do we do? Do we evacuate? And I'm like, one second. <laughs> and I literally, I run the fastest I've ever run with my heart like this upstairs to the ceremony room. And thank God it was a silent alarm upstairs. So everyone is just blissfully sitting there, right? Like as if nothing has happened, right? In terms of all of this process, like I'm unaware of this. Uh, and luckily it was because someone was smoking a cigarette in the shower in the, in the hotel room upstairs. Wow. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Man, that could have been bad. Yeah, yeah, but luckily on our risk assessment check, these kind of things show up. <laughs> So we have a system in place so that in the venue, the fire alarm goes off as a silent alarm and someone from the, the health and safety team gets alerted first. They go to investigate it and then they'll put the alarm on first. And thank God that was there, right, um, as, as part of that. Um, but it was in that moment of sheer terror and panic when I was like, oh, God, we're going to have to like send everyone outside. They're all doing this. We're going to have to bring them in again. Um, but, but the point is, is right. It's like that didn't happen. And that was great. Right. But the feedback is, is, is no one there would have even cared about that because they were all there really to, to have a good time and to celebrate of that. They would have come back in, they would have talked of this stuff and we would have been able to continue talking about how amazing the work that they're doing is in this space. And right. And it's never going to be perfect what we're trying to build and what we're trying to go with right now. Yeah. But if we do our best, to be that space and to do that space. And if everyone else in this place also does their best, we're going to get there. Um, and that's why I value community more than anything with what we do. I don't know if I could have said it any better, brother that. Yeah. Amen. Yep. We, and for the record, that's us too, dude. Like we value nothing more than this community. Like the people behind what is happening here are like more magical somehow than the magical technology that's being developed around us every probably like, yeah. i don't know how yeah. but it is like i have fallen in love with the vr community not just like the the people within the vr community yep. truly have and uh, i think we're all really really lucky to be a part of this um and it's events like the vr awards that make me feel lucky to be involved in this space so thank you so much for all of the hard work that you and your team are doing to give the vr community this like cool and like prestigious kind of like beautiful red ribbon on the end of the year it really does mean a lot absolutely oh, thanks guys it means a lot mm -hmm. daniel Coleani. thank you <laughs> no you're gonna sound more like mario okay like, like it's daniel Coleani. there is that right is that <laughs> yeah Coleani. that's of course it's right <laughs> Daniel, thank you, dude, so much for everything again. Thank you for being on the show. CEO of AIXR, you're the real deal. Um, we'll see you in uh, November. We will. Yeah, and we're gonna. We're all gonna look pretty dapper. Everybody, awesome. uh, say goodbye Bye. to Daniel with us. Bye, Daniel. We'll Bye, see you Daniel. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah. Well, that was great. That I'm, was awesome. Yeah, it's. I mean, I love the VR awards. I loved mm -hmm. it before I attended it, Same. just because it's sweet. Same. And it was great mm -hmm. to be able to just like dive in and like ask some of those questions. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, there's a, there's always been uh, a lot of a lot of mystery into how things like that are organized and how it came to be and what is AXR and now we all know 
better than we ever have before and i cannot wait to get down there i cannot wait it's i just got back from europe i am already booking tickets to go back to get over to the netherlands um and it's gonna be awesome and i can't wait it's gonna be sick thank you all for joining us for this live broadcast of the between realities vr podcast uh here on september 1st 2023 the year of our lord and um I'm excited because we're going to have another episode next week, though. We don't have to wait two weeks this time. I know, right? That's pretty awesome. So tell us, what, what, what can we expect for the next episode of Between Realities? Uh, next, next, day, uh, next episode here, we are going to have on uh, uh, some fellow podcasters, uh, which, by the way, Daniel is also a fellow podcaster. There is an awesome podcast oh, yeah. uh, by AXR that, that they put on. So you should go check that out as well. Uh, but next week, we, we will have the virtual boys on, um, Shug and Ryan, and it'll be uh, just, you know, a good time. Talking the about video VR games Grid, and, yep. Ryan, Chris from Shughead Gaming. Yep. Literally the first two YouTube channels for VR I ever watched. Wow. Literally. That's like, pretty wild. They are the reason why I signed into YouTube. Wow. Yeah. So I can't wait to have those guys on. It's going to be a, like a beautiful full, full, full circle, circle thing. Uh, Mickey that's Bear amazing. at the last minute dropping an Electronaut Steam key. That's definitely oh, one nice. worth scooping up. That's a good one. Um, thank you guys all for joining us. Virtual Strangers. That's Wes. What's up, bro? Hey, I love Wes. you, dude. Uh, Woowar is here. And, and thank you for showing up. And Paradise Decay, of course. PD. Um, Michelle B. Awesome, PD. I just got to say, it was so rad hanging out with you and everyone else that we got to hang out with um in the uk it was it was absolutely phenomenal you guys are all as amazing as you seem in your videos pd you have no idea how jealous i am that skeeva got to hang out with you and also thank you for the uh cd with the autograph i am going to cherish that thing for the rest of my life and shout out to doc Ock for the miniature that i got too um jay dunn thanks for being here for the show dude jay brat thank you so much for your support really appreciate you um duggars k mepper arcanian bluebell thank you guys for being here and, and participating in the live show glitch fandango got to roll through here hussein x um you know all game on scorpio who was also there hanging out at our content creator party uh in the uk absolutely amazing dude yeah. thank you game on uh scorpio for the ride as well to the train station um got to meet fluke rogi by the way that's so too. sick yeah daysnetic uh epilogue was 07. there too yeah dude <laughs> ashley coffee um fluke rogi who was in the chat earlier classy grandma who was in the chat earlier thank you all so much um i really really want to play after the fall this weekend so join our discord server in the link below we're going to put together a group for that uh, i think some breachers is going down down tonight so join the discord and look out for brandon's um shout out i'm sure he'll be pinging us um and uh I don't know. That's it. Hopefully, firewall's not broken. If it's not, I'll be in there. Um, are you? What are you busy this weekend? You got? You got? Uh, you doing? Yeah. Duty? So, <laughs> excuse me. I am. Um, I'm back from Europe. I was gone for two weeks, and uh, tonight I pick up my daughter, and I am so stoked to see her for the first time oh. in two weeks. So I will not be around. I will be soaking up um, my daughter. So. That's that. Do mm -hmm. that. She's a sweetheart, and so yep. are you, buddy. Thank you, man. We will see you guys <laughs> next Friday with the Virtual Boys. Have a great weekend. Join the Discord. We love you very dearly. Bye. Bye-bye.